Great evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another powerful episode of the Victim No More podcast. My name is Bobby Patterson, aka Bobby P, coming to you from the beautiful state of North Carolina. And I don't know about you, but it's like it's like like hot, hot here. Like I don't know where you live at, but it's hot here. And uh, I, I don't about had enough of that already, so I'm ready to move on to fall. But uh, that's not how these seasons are set up. So I guess we're just going to have to endure. But look, of course, I, I have a, another powerful story and incredible guest that's going to share their, their, their story, their journey, uh, the, the, the inner workings of their transformation and, and how they have gotten from where they started to where they are today. And the whole goal is to show the transition from going from being victimized and and maybe perhaps even becoming a victim and going through that transition to be becoming victorious and this is no different trust and believe this story is amazing and before i bring our guest on today i just want to just drop a short video package so you can get a feel as to who we're going to be blessed by today but I want to come and just say that I am so thankful. I am so grateful this morning because when I look back over my life and I begin to think things over and I look at where I've come from and I look at the things that I've had to go through, look at the struggles that I've had to go through, look at the things that have happened to me and I look at where I'm at now and it's nothing it was but nothing God. But God. song played Corinne Hawthorne won't he do it came on and I would tell you I love you I need you to survive I won't harm you with words from my mouth I love you I need you to survive we need each other especially during these times right now people we truly need each other all this hate that's going on in the world all this killing that's going on in the world COVID-19 that's happening all over the world we need each other I love you. I need you to survive. Uplift somebody today. Tell somebody that you love them. Your words can make a big difference in somebody's life. Please welcome Miss Twayla Copeland to the Victor No More podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are honored to have you here this evening. How are you doing? Think you may have muted yourself. Okay, I think we have us a little technical difficulty. She's gonna log right back in. Uh, that was quick. Yes, there she is. All right, can you? Are right, we good now? 
<laughs> yes, awesome, awesome, awesome. But I am well. I'm I'm absolutely amazing. I feel amazing. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. And now that you're back, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, that was a quick turnaround. So yeah, I'm thankful for that. So mm -hmm. it's all good. It's all good. And uh, you know the how you 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 came to us, uh, and I wasn't even aware, of course you know, going through and, and becoming a 2021 transformation contest winner in Houston. Uh, sometimes you just don't know what you don't know. And going through the process of, of, of the after that event, uh, I've met a lot of amazing people and uh, I've, I've, you know, got a lot of friend requests after the, the event. And uh, there were, there were a few that actually stood out. You were one of them. And as I went through and actually started just looking at some pictures and looking at some videos, and I was like, man, she she's powerful, very powerful. And I just knew immediately, immediately there was a story. And there was a story beyond the, the pictures that I was actually viewing. And, um, you know, how this podcast even came about, it's not even something that I had planned. It was like an assignment has been given to me and you're, you're, you're part of how this assignment is unfolding. So I am honored. I am privileged. And just this is amazing that you would even take the time out to share your story this evening. Of course, there's always a start to how these stories begin. And I always like to start before there was total life changes. You know, who was Twayla before total life changes? as you know I, I i see that you're a nurse mm -hmm. so that 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 just speaks volumes all within itself you have the patience of job already know that <laughs> already <laughs> just be being a nurse that that takes a lot of people skills but just kind of take us a little bit as to who was twayla before total life changes Okay, I, I sure will. But I first want to say I'm honored, I'm privileged that you even reached out for me to be able to grace your platform. So I'm truly honored to be here. Um, and again, thank you. But who was Twayla before Total Life Changes? Um, well, I am a nurse. I am a mother of four. Mm -hmm. um, and before Total Life Changes, I can say that I I had been, I had had some ups and downs in life, you know, just living life, going through life. Um, and right before Total Life Changes, I, I felt like I was probably about in the worst place of my life. Mm -hmm. Mentally, um, I felt that way spiritually. Um, I felt that way emotionally. I definitely felt that way physically because it was starting to show in, in my health. Um, but right before I can say, that I thought that I was happy. Um, mm -hmm. You know, pictures say a thousand words and just looking at the video um, even that you showed, I remember each and every last picture um, that you showed and the pictures can hide, it can tell a thousand words, but it can hide a thousand words as well. And so I just remember you know, let's say five years prior to TLC, let's just break it down in that span. Um, had almost had just finished nursing school, so that took an emotional toll. Um, that took a physical toll on my health that a lot of people don't realize. You know, going through nursing school is is very rough. Um, but what I was going through in my personal life. Um, I had just had my last child mm -hmm. um, right before TLC and I had just gotten married. And to most people, that's supposed to be some of the happiest moments of your life. Um, well, for me, it turned out not to be. Um, mm -hmm. And I say that because, you know, a few days after I got married, um, I found out some things um, concerning my health. I didn't expect um, then I had my child um, and I found out that as a newlywed, my husband had stepped outside of our marriage and a child was created. And so. OK, I don't mean to cut you off because that's a, that all by itself 
could be a topic on its own. So what you're saying is that here it is, you are newly married. Like the 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 the, the ceremony hasn't even finished completing, so to speak, out of the air. It's still in the atmosphere. And then you find this out. That that could be devastating all within itself. That that's wow. Get continue. It was at that point. It was fearful. Um, I was scared, of course. At that time, um, I was pregnant, so I, I was truly scared. Um, and if we fast forward, like three months later, I had my child, um, and during a a ten day period. I found out that one of them was created inside of our marriage. And so that took another emotional toll um, on me. And I, at that point, um, my faith was still strong. Um, I was still leaning and dependent on God. And I'm like, you know, what is happening? I don't know what is going on, but however it is, God used me. Um, and so I chose to stay in my marriage because I felt like what, and, and the word tells us what God puts together, no man can tear apart. And right. so I was married, my vows were important. And so I decided to stay. Well, within staying, it caused an emotional roller coaster because mm -hmm. of what happened. Um, I kind of started becoming an introvert because okay. prior to this, I liked people. You know, I love people. I love to help people. I love to to be around people. I'm a family oriented person. And so when this occurred, I was living in Virginia at the time. Mm -hmm. I stopped coming back to North Carolina. So I wasn't seeing my family. I was in Virginia um, by myself. So I had no family there. But I thank God for the circle of friends and group of people that he put into my life at that particular time. But spiritually, I felt myself just dwindling mm -hmm. um, because later when I did go to counseling to find out that what I was going through was like a PTSD. And so it caused some childhood issues to come back into my adult life. And so imagine just one questioning your self-worth, mm -hmm. questioning who you are, questioning, you know, like why me? And that was my question to God, why me, why me? And to have childhood hurt and trauma come to the forefront. Um, and when I say that I was molested as a child. And so what I was going through at that point in my life brought back old memories for whatever reason it brought them back. And so it was almost like I was reliving some moments. Mm -hmm. There were periods where I blacked out. Mm -hmm. Like I don't remember um, because I, it was almost like I kind of had checked out, but I was still physically here. Right. Um, and going through that caused me to begin to question my faith and just why. And so my initial journey to try to get myself back together started as a spiritual journey. Okay. And to be in an emotional place to where you no longer wanna be here. You try to take your, I tried to take my own life. Um, I no longer, I felt like I wasn't even worthy enough for my children. Um, and to feel that low, you know, like you're not worthy enough for your children that, that bothered me. And so this spiritual journey really came to where I, I'm thankful again for the group of people that I had around me. I'm grateful for the church up there that I had started attending, mm -hmm. um, because that gave me back my sense of hope when I lost hope because I truly lost hope. Um, of course, you know, you're familiar as far as what I had revealed on stage in front of the world, you know, dealing with uh, my own 
uh, childhood trauma, unfortunately, is, is very you know similar to yours. Um, when you're talking about when, when you start dealing with these issues in adulthood and then all of a sudden you come to find out that what should have been properly dealt with from your childhood is coming back to revisit you. It's like you're you're it's like you're battling 360 degrees. It's like right. it, it's something that is, you're always fighting. You can't turn around real good and and there's something else. And mm -hmm. so I, I I can totally identify when you you got to that place where you was literally thinking, okay, man, this ain't really worth it. I can't deal. And I know there are some individuals who are watching this right now. You might be in that place. Trust and believe. Reach out to somebody. Tell somebody there's help out here. There's plenty of help Absolutely. out here. Um, and the, the, the very things that that we think that we can handle, we can't handle. We are not designed to walk through this life alone. That's not what this is about. But the enemy will play tricks with your mind and, and, and disturb your spirit to the point where you don't feel like you have any options. So I am glad that you had a support system there that would not allow you to go but so far. And that is so very, very important. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And and I'm and I always say that I'm thankful for it because there I know that. I know the feeling of feeling like you don't have anybody because even though I had that support, I still felt like I didn't have anybody. I didn't have my family. Mm -hmm. You know, there, there were things that my family didn't know, not even my own mother, you know, didn't know it was what I was going through because I kept it hidden. And so to have that support, to have that help, um, there was a true blessing. Um, and to not have it, I can, I can't even imagine. I, I can't even imagine. Um, but that is something that truly helped me along the way. And also going to counseling um, because I was raised in a household to where you don't tell nobody your business. You don't, you don't do this. You don't do that. But the moment I got in counseling, I knew it was for me. I needed it. I needed it. And I always sought um, a spiritual counselor, you know, someone who could give me biblical knowledge as well. And so that was something that also allowed my spiritual growth um, to, to start moving in the right direction because I knew before I could make any other change in my life, I had to do that first. Mm -hmm. um, and, it, and, it, and it all started with me making that decision because I got to a point to where I was just sick and tired and sick and tired of being miserable, sick and tired and sick and tired of feeling like I can't get up out of this hole. Mm -hmm. And so to, to have the counseling, um, to have the group of support, but then me really crying out, begging God, something has to change. I need something to change. And that's when I found total life changes. Okay. And and you're getting ready to go into, you know, uh, you know how you got connected to Total Life Changes, but uh, I want I just want to make make it clear, and whoever's watching this live, and also too on the replay, uh, there is a narrative that has has really really went through our community. When I say community, uh, black folk, mm -hmm. um, and especially with black men, we we're never encouraged to to go to counseling. Counseling was looked upon as as a sign of weakness. Take it from someone who had finally gotten gotten to a place where I was just tired of being tired, tired of being broken and I wanted I wanted to live. Please. That narrative is dead. Go mm -hmm. get the counseling. You know, talk to someone who is equipped to be able to help you walk through some some solutions so we can go ahead and live our life and and do the things that we were called and ordained to do so we can help someone else because if i if i didn't do that i wouldn't be here on this platform today having this discussion with such a powerful woman so please get the counseling go ahead Twayla. 
Yes, and, and I just have to piggyback on that because you're right, that is a narrative in our community, in, in the African-American community. And it's a narrative that it's almost like a cycle we have to break because mm -hmm. so many people are hurting because they don't have anybody to talk to. Mm -hmm. um, so, and, and I'm with you and I see um, Ms. Levels, put, find one that you're comfortable with. And that's what I, I literally had to do. I had to find one that I was comfortable with. Right. Um, and so I, I, I thank you for even putting that out there as a black man, you know, because we all need that help. Mm -hmm. um, but that that changed the counseling. Um, I, like I said, I just I knew I something something else was for me. I knew I didn't know what my purpose was, mm -hmm. but I knew I had one. Right. I knew I was on on a mission to find it. Um, and it had become by any means necessary that I had to get myself together. And with that um, it came, like I said, me asking God oh. and really just begging out and crying out, saying, I need something. Right. Um, why? I, I need it. I need it. And at that point, having four children, being 30 years old, um, because of the mental place I had been in, mm -hmm. my physical health began to suffer and it came with blood pressure issues. It came with being overweight. It came with me being super tired, not being able to play with my kids, not being able to, to just be the mom that they needed me to be. And then I found out I needed to have a surgery. And at 30 years old for the doctor to say, we can't do this because of your health, because of blood pressure issues. And we're scared you may not make it off the table. At 30 as a nurse, I'm like, what am I doing? I began that conversation with myself, like Twayla, what is going on? And I had to take a moment and take a self-evaluation and I think a lot of times we as people, we don't stop to take that moment to ourselves to right. self-evaluate. And it's so important because if you don't have learned that you're going to damage yourself because if anyone's like me, I'm always there for other people. I'm always doing for other people and I never take that time for myself. And so to take that moment to reevaluate, it, it put a lot of things in perspective. And so that crying out to God, that begging God, I, something has to change. Help me. However, mm -hmm. whatever you send my way to help me, help me because I needed that help. I needed it. Um, and that's when total life changes, like I said, came into place um, about three years ago for me. And initially it was a physical detoxification. Okay. But because I was already on the spiritual journey, I understood um, warfare. I understood um, some things that just need to be prayed off of me. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I say I kind of did like a spiritual detoxification, getting right. some things and getting rid of some things that was holding me back in the spirit realm. And then that mental detoxification, because I had to get my mind right and I had to let go of the negativity. I had to let go of the negative thoughts. I had to get rid of the things that were holding me back in my mind. Well, and, go ahead. I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I, I just listening to your story is is amazing because of the process and the steps that that you were already taken on the spiritual side and how you linked up came into TLC uh you was already detoxifying spiritually now we get ready to go into the physical and how that just synchronized and worked hand in hand so yeah our the weapons of our warfare <laughs> my goodness are not carnal Yes, and, absolutely. And so you, you know, going through the process to start pulling down those strongholds, that there are so many lessons in what you're you're talking about as far as your story is concerned that I hope the audience are able to pull them out. 
and pull them out because there are so many principles that that are that are being talked about this evening. So just just, just keep going, please. And it was like the minute that I drank the tea and I felt it and I felt what it was doing. It was like everything started to detoxify. And like I said, spiritually, but mentally and emotionally, um, it was. And, and I don't know if it was because of the physical, you know, the changes that I felt not on the outside, but I'm talking about on the inside that begin to transform um, mm-hmm. with with how I was feeling, because emotional wise, as I began to detox and yes, I was getting rid of some physical things like I felt myself being lifted up um, emotional wise because I knew that this wasn't this journey wasn't about anybody else. It was about me. And so if I knew that I had a purpose and even though I didn't know at that time what it was, but I was on a search to find it, I was going to get rid of everything negative that was holding me back. Mm. And, and there talked about, um, you know, stay away things, stay away. If it's not meant for you, if, if it's going to harm you, um, really, telling myself that I'm worthy of this, that I deserve this. I deserve to feel free. I deserve to to feel mentally and emotionally free. And so even through this process, now I've I've gone back to, I'm still dealing with, because I'm still in counseling, still dealing with childhood things, getting rid of those issues, forgiveness, moving on. I was like a weight lifted off my shoulders um, in that process. And so with that, you know, I can't help but talk about some of our products that I began to use because not only with the T, but the NRG, um, I felt myself lifting up, but taking that NRG to just really elevate my mood to put me in that happy place to give me the energy that I needed. Because when I say I was tired, I was tired um, working. I don't know if you've ever worked so much to try to avoid it. All right, bear with us. She's having some te- technical difficulties. Hopefully she can make it back. All okay. right, can you Rip hear me? That. Okay. Um, I don't know if you've ever worked so much and put so much energy into something to try to forget like what's really bothering right. you was at the forefront of your mind. Mm-hmm. That's what there. I was doing. Mm-hmm. And so doing that 16 hour shifts, five to six days a week, week in, week out, it was that NRG, that energy, because the Red Bulls, the coffee, the Mountain Dews, passed out at work when I say my I, it was almost like I think the doctors told me that if I didn't get it together it was going to be that I was 30 years old like in a 45 50 year old body Ooh. because I was the foods I was eating the things I was doing it was just all wrong because when you're going through something emotionally you're gonna I, I'm an emotional eater so I was eating all the wrong things doing all the wrong things and like I said, when a doctor said that something had to change. Right. And so that NRG to lift those spirits to now, you know, having the energy the to want to live life, to enjoy mm-hmm. life, um, to be who I know I am um, was everything. And so I use I started also taking um, the resolution drops you know, to help with those cravings, because as an emotional eater, I was snacking like crazy. Um, and I had to just get rid of some of these habits that were no longer serving me. Right. And so that boiled down to even the foods. So no longer serving me. Um, and through this process, I have to go back to my spiritual journey because because of total life changes, I met Greg and Lanika Scott and her prayer ministry. And so that began to even strengthen my 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 spiritual growth even more. So now here's my mind growing, my body growing, my spirit is growing. 
and, and it all began to really sink and line in together. And so during this process, um, I'm still married, I'm still in the home, um, but I'm getting myself together. And I can say that through that process, there were many obstacles that I still had to fight through and overcome. But okay. when I began to truly focus on myself and knew right. that I needed to pursue my purpose, that allowed me to be able to keep moving forward. And um, I moved back. I left. I moved back to North Carolina um, last year, matter of fact. And I'll say that God has just truly shown his grace and his mercy because when I took a step out on faith to leave and I had to say, Lord, you got me going to happen. I don't know what direction you're leading me into, um, but I'm just going to trust you. And so I can say that I'm in a better place. My children are in a better place. Mm -hmm. um, and because of these, this amazing company, my children have been able to, to see and also benefit themselves because right. they take the products, but also to benefit themselves of just, you know, the self-development of what I've learned with TLC, I've been able to give to my children. And right. so for my entire family and household to be in a better place, to know that all things happen for a reason, that, you know, what we went through, I had for me, I had to go through that to become a better person. Um, and, and a lot of people say that's crazy, but I seriously had to go through that to be the woman I am today. And so I'm thankful. I'm grateful because had I not gone through that, I don't right. think I would have ever dealt with childhood issues. Those to me was holding me back. Those childhood issues that I hadn't dealt with holding me back. So everything that I went through, it allowed me to go back and deal with some things up until this point to become a better person. Just, um, I, of course, when putting this this podcast together and just getting my information uh you know I, I couldn't help but notice the the joy that your children have when they are literally taking the products right along with you it's like an event and i and i've watched several videos and i'm like this is an is a real event on a daily basis let's see you should make it back here Yeah, but most definitely, um, this is a 360 experience, what she's describing. So when you hear, you know, uh, the CEO, Jack Fallon, talk about mind, body, and spirit, when you when you see and, and hear John LeCari speaking of the same thing, it, it, they, there's something to it. It's the, the, the products are going to do what they're supposed to do, but there is a synergy that happens between mind, body, and spirit, and spirit, and and that's the whole goal, as far as you know, just experiencing TLC, and so you have a better understanding of why some of us even refer to TLC as an energy, uh, because it's more than just taking products, and those products are a blessing, but the the real miracle is you. All right, the toilet. What I we was talking about was your, your children actually being a part of this process. Kind of talk about how they they've developed, and I, I see the joy that they have in, in the videos when they when they are literally consuming the products right along with Mama. So, my kids, they anything that I know is good for me, I'm going to give it to my kids and at least let them try it. Mm -hmm. And so when I first introduced the products to them, it was like, what is this? And I'm talking about the Nutriburst. And they was like, mm, this is good. And 
so because they under, I think they started watching how their bodies reacted after they took it. Okay. And so now they know it gives them energy. They can tell you that it gives them energy. It makes them feel good. And so to see that it's something healthy, nutritious for nutritional for them. And that my habits have reflected on them and they pick them up. That's a true joy to me. But for them, like like I said, with the Nutriburst, every morning it's like clockwork. They need their Nutriburst. They need that. Mm -hmm. And if they don't get it, if I don't give it to them, they know how to go in the refrigerator, pour it themselves, know how much to pour, and they can take it themselves. Okay. And so to just see that they want to do this, they have fun. Um, they have their TLC kids shirts, the youngest ones. Um, I have to order their shirts, but they're all excited. They want to represent this amazing company. Um, they'll tell anybody the products work. They're my biggest supporters. They're my biggest fans. Um, but they have watched their mother also on this physical journey. Okay. And I think that's the that's the real thing that kind of got them is this physical journey that mommy went on to be a better mom for them. And mm. so that's, I think, what really got them because now they have their mom back. So they're happy. Oh, wow. And I know happy. they're happy. Oh, absolutely. Now, let's not discount what has happened physically. I mean, right. <laughs> I, I, you know, took a little trip down memory lane as far as kind of where you started and where you are now. Tell the audience as far as how much weight you have eliminated how how where does that stand now what have you accomplished I and mean, we can look at the pictures but we just want to hear it from your own mouth what these products have helped you accomplish um physically i lost 70 pounds in five months and congratulations that was, thank you thank you um and that was just really being consistent but it was that commitment to myself mm. and so i think with anybody that that commitment that you have to yourself is so important. Um, so my journey started with that commitment to myself and now to be able to still continue to detox, work out, um, and just keep my body healthy. I think that's priceless for, that's priceless for me. Mm -hmm. Um, because you couldn't have told me that I would feel this good at this point in my life, especially right. with what I've been through. You, you, you couldn't have told me that I would feel this good. Oh, that, that, I, I don't think really anyone, ex it, they have an expectation, but when they get to experience it, it it's still mind blowing. Uh, I, I know even to this day, when I tell someone I, I will actually turn 51 uh, next Thursday, mm -hmm. but I'm in better health than I was at 31. And it feels amazing. I, I, I feel great. And so, yeah, it, the, the, the products are amazing. But this whole process of, of getting that healing, not only in your physical body, but in your mind and in your spirit, it really shows now uh, because, you know, you have a voice. And when I say you have a voice there, there is a a a level of authority that when you speak, I, people have, have to listen. Because they, they'll see your transformation, but they can feel when you speak. And I, I know without a shadow of a doubt that in the very near future, there is a there's going to be a place carved out just for you, a path, you know, just for you to be able to reach even more people, uh, because there are a, a, a lot of individuals, um, especially women, that have somewhat similar stories and they're looking for someone who has has gotten on the other side of through because it's one thing uh, you know to talk about what you want to do but it's an entirely different ball game when you can actually meet someone who has victory so at this particular point i i, I i'm led to ask you your thoughts on one word mm -hmm. abundance mm -hmm. Oh, when I think about abundance, I, 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 
I think about one, how abundantly blessed I am. You know, I, I have to use it that way initially because the the way God has blessed me and, and how he keeps blessing me despite of um, his, his, it's abundantly. And when I think about abundance, I know that he has a plan and he has a future for me. Mm -hmm. um, and I know that is going to be abundant with whatever it is. But mm -hmm. also when I think about abundance, I think about his grace and mercy. Like when I, when I hear that word, my mind goes straight to, to the blessings of God. And not just for me and other people's lives. Um, abundance. I, I know that it is coming. The, the blessings are overflowing with abundance. Um, and again, that's not just for me. I just feel it in the atmosphere. Like I talk about a shift and that shift that I talk about has to do with the abundance of what God is doing. Mm -hmm. um, so for me, when I hear that, I, I smile because great things are happening and he's abundantly blessing us. That's that's really what comes to my mind when I hear that word. Yeah. I, I mean, we know why I was actually led to, to ask you that word, mm -hmm. ask you about that word, uh, because I, I made a, a transition in my thought process because uh, in certain arenas, in certain environments, when we think about abundance, well, it's, it's primarily pointed towards material. But it's something about once you done been through some things, you come to find out that actually the material, is, it, it goes lower and lower and lower on, mm -hmm. on that list because we're looking for abundance of peace. We're looking for yes. an abundance of joy. Mm -hmm. We're looking for an, an abundance in purpose. The whole idea of, of going through this process is to firmly place you in your purpose and walk it out with joy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm thankful of the things that I've, I've been through. It didn't always feel good, but it was for right. my good because it, it literally helped put me in the place what I'm doing right now. So I am very, I'm, I'm very firm and, and sure of my assignment and to, to have someone such as yourself come on this podcast. And this is, this is a step. I, I, I just want you to know, I want you to be able to go back and look at this podcast because the time is going to come where you're going to be down the road because so much has happened. You, you would have touched so many people, but this is this is just a little small piece of the big assignment, and 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 the the opportunity to to be able to walk with purpose because there are so many of us walking around, we doing stuff, and some of us may even have talent to make it look like this is what supposed what you know the things that we do we're supposed to be doing, but it's not really fulfilling any purpose. And so to go to bed at night and not know where you fit in, what you're supposed to be doing, who you're supposed to be connected to, the only way you're going to get that clarity is to literally go through a mind, body, and spirit detoxification and have that reset button hit on your life all over again. And so our experience, you know, through Total Life Changes has allowed us to get to that place. So to, to, to see you not only speak uh, about your story, because your story is, is amazing, you know, even with what you share here today, but the, the authority and the confidence and the power in which you actually speak from it, because there, there are those, and there's no problem uh, with doing this, but sometimes because we're still in the midst of the struggle, we still have a lot of emotional attachment to it. But when we, we stand on top of our story, the authority in which we speak changes. Our posture changes. It's like, hey, look, I went through that. I'm good, but I'm no longer attached to the struggle. Absolutely. So I, can, 
<laughs> I can tell you on about how to get on the other side of through. So I, I, I know that you're going to touch a lot of people. I mean, a lot of people, uh, you know, not only with your story, but your story is still developing. So it just don't end with, you know, okay, you just got on the other side of through because, man, there's so much more. So I, th I, I appreciate you just being obedient and walking out what you have walked out, you know, to this point. If, if, if you wanted to, if you had the opportunity to leave some words of wisdom, you know, to individuals, especially women who find themselves in less than ideal situations similar to yours, what wisdom would you speak to them today to help them along their journey? Um, to help someone along their journey, I, I, I'm going to first say, you know, you got to seek help. You have to seek some help. You have to find somebody to talk to because you need it. You're not, it, it, especially when you're in that dark of a place, you can't think clearly. You can't, it's not functioning clearly. It, it, it's not, everything's not going. So you need to seek counsel. Um, but love you first. Out of everything else, you got to love you first, because if you don't and and it's funny because my mother always told me you can't teach a man how to love you if you don't first love yourself. And if you don't love yourself, if you don't respect yourself, if you don't truly know yourself, you got to take that chance and risk on getting to know you and put yourself first. But seek help, because if if you are one that is, I don't know what to do, you got to seek some help. Get someone to help you. But love you. You are worth it. You deserve it. First and foremost, you deserve it. And a scripture that I had to continue to read to myself is that I am fearfully and I am wonderfully made. And I had to keep telling myself over and over so find something positive, something that relates to you, something that'll move your spirit to keep telling yourself over and over. Because if you don't, if you don't change that mindset and your perspective with what you have gone through, because I had to get to a point to understand that it had to happen. I'm glad it mm -hmm. happened. And so if you change your perspective with what you're going through, with changing that mindset and being able to, to speak some, some positivity over yourself, that's going to help you get through it. But love you first. If that's the only thing you hear is to love you first. You know, it's remarkable, but every guest that has been on here has spoken about that somewhere along the line. And folks that know me ought to know you know, my saying for that, you, you can't be anything to anyone until you are everything to yourself. That's that we, we've got to start there. It, that's mm -hmm. how we we're able to experience uh, the the abundant life, because we 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 grew accustomed to always giving out of a half filled cup or even less. And so when it came time for us to 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 get filled just a little bit, mm -hmm. there was nothing there. So as we we've made this transition into the abundant life, I would much rather give to you out of the overflow in the saucer. That's where I need I, I need to be able to give from, because if I happen to need some, I, I, I know that my, my, my cup runneth over and watching individuals go through this transition. I recognize it because I've been through it now. I can recognize as I see the behavior, I see the spirit as to which people move and speak in. And it's so refreshing to, to watch you do what you do. Even when you're doing your videos, when, when you, you say uh, one of your videos, matter of fact, it ironically was July 15th, which was my birthday last year. You started out by saying, hey, look, I'm at work. I need to do this video quick. But but I got to be obedient. It was like a sense of urgency. You knew you had to do it. You had to speak that. And 
to be able to do that and do that within your purpose is amazing. That within itself brings an abundance of joy. And I guess that's where I, 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 I really kind of, I don't want to say in, but I really want us to concentrate on that because there's so much out here that tries to rob us of our joy. And you don't even realize the joy that you've been robbed of until you actually experience it mm -hmm. genuinely. And you're like, man, I've been missing out on this for this long. Oh, no, I ain't no way in the world. I'm going back to that mess or any other mess that's going to rob me of my joy. So I, this, this has blessed me. Um, I know a lot of people are going to get, get help when they go back and, and look at the replay. And I, it's like, I know you're going to be back again. I, I, I just know that something major is going to happen. You're going to have to come back. <laughs> <laughs> I received that. I received it. <laughs> you're going to have to come back. So, it, it, I, I, one more subject I want to cover right quick before we end. We're right there at the end. Affirmations. What affirmations that that you you speak to yourself on a daily basis that is also congruent with your belief system and allows you to walk out the purpose on a daily on a daily basis the way that you do. So it goes back to that scripture again. I am fearfully and wonderfully made because who says God says. And at the end of the day, that's all that mattered to me was that I knew I was fearfully and wonderfully made. I tell myself I am worthy. I am worthy. And I say that over and over and I still say it. I am a queen. I am a child of God. I had to tell myself that. Um, to tell myself I'm worthy. I'm a child of God. I tell myself that I am created. I have some up here now. I am living in beauty because I felt like, and I tell myself I am light because I didn't feel like I was living in beauty and I didn't feel like I was light. I was giving out light. I was giving out hope because of the dark place that I was in. So I had to tell myself that so I could become the light that I wanted to give out to other mm. people. So mm. I had to tell myself that. Um, what else? There is nothing God's grace and the cross will not cover. Mm. Because a lot of times when we go through some things, we'll get down on ourselves. Is this karma? Is it, you know, did I do something? Did I do something to deserve this? But the scripture tells me that when I ask for forgiveness, that I'm forgiven. And so a lot of times we'll hold ourselves mm -hmm. captives because we'll of the things that we just, just talk about it. Hey, look, I'm just going to sit back and just go ahead. We and have done. And I, and I began to happen and I had to understand they wasn't happening for me. I mean, they wasn't happening to me. They was happening for me because it was used for my good. But until I began to really understand that and say, hey, Twyla, you're human. You're going to make mistakes. You got to understand that and forgive myself. That was part of loving myself. I had to learn how to forgive myself as well to be able to move forward. And so those are the things that I still have to tell myself because right. I'm still human. I still make mistakes. Um, I still want to make sure that I'm that light and I'm that be to beacon to the world. So I. Oh, no, she's going to come back. No, this this going to get finished. Trust and believe. All right. My Come on. It's storming near my house. So the, my Internet connection is unstable. But I had to keep telling myself that because if I didn't tell myself what God thought about me and who God created me to be, then I was going to be stuck looking for validation from people, searching the world for my purpose and trying to figure this thing out on my own. And it goes back to childhood. But I thank God my mother raised me in church, trained up a child in the way they should go. And when they get older, they won't depart. They won't so depart. I had to get back to that. And so even now, I still have to tell myself, myself these things. I have to tell myself I am fun because sometimes I can get so caught up that uh -huh. I forget to have fun. So it's those little things. So whatever it is that I say, whatever it is that you want to change, 
put something positive towards that and speak that positivity to make that change. And that's what I had to do. And I still have to do. If you see my wall behind me, these are mm -hmm. affirmations and things that I speak to myself. And they're not just right here. They're all over. They're over on all sides of my walls, on the ceilings of my walls, because I have to speak those things to myself. Oh. And it's OK. And a lot of people mm -hmm. think, well, it might be crazy, but no, it's OK. It's OK. It is okay. Twayla, you are a gift. I'm pretty sure you know that, but I, I just want to make that abundantly clear in front of the whole world so it can be heard. And I just know big things are getting ready to happen. So just just uh, get ready. <laughs> just get ready. Thank you so much for coming on the Victim No More podcast. Uh, you have uh, truly blessed uh, in these individuals. Not only have heard it live, but whoever is going to listen on the replay. Um, I appreciate each and every one of you who have actually came and, and, and took part this evening. And I just want to make an announcement. Uh, I will actually be on break for the next couple of weeks. Next week, I'm celebrating my birthday. I'm going on vacation. And so uh, I need to take some time for me. That's the balance that at once upon a time, I did not have. So I, I can't talk about and, and tell people about having balance in their life. And then I don't exercise it myself. Um, and then the next week we're actually going to be in Orlando. So I, I'm there is entirely going to be too much going on at that time to uh, do the podcast. So we will be back on July the 28th. Of course, there's going to be another powerful guest that'll be on to uh, share their testimony and their story of how they made the, the transition from being a victim uh, to victorious. But once again, thank you so much, Miss Twaylor. And uh, don't go away. Uh, I'm getting ready to actually end the show, the live stream. But for those of you who have had, haven't had an opportunity yet, please share this broadcast. Share the replay. I guarantee you somebody need to hear what Twayla shared with us this evening. It, it, it is detrimental. It is that important. Remember, I love each and every one of you and it's absolutely nothing. I mean, nothing you can do about it until next time. Be blessed. Yeah.